Welcome to the Brown University Executive Master in Science and Technology Leadership Podcast Series. In this podcast, we talk to Sandra Smith, the Program Director for the Executive Master in Science and Technology Leadership Program. To prepare the foundation of this program, Sandra conducted a series of in-depth interviews with over 30 senior corporate leaders to learn more about their technical leadership needs. In these interviews, Sandra identified a consistent gap between the skills and capacities of high-performing mid-career professionals in technical fields and those skills that companies need from leadership. She later went back to these same senior leaders to get their feedback on the program we designed. We begin this podcast by asking Sandra to describe this market research and its findings. extensive research here at Brown to uh, provide the foundation for this program. Uh, there was some initial market research conducted, um, and then I came on about a year ago and conducted a series of in-depth interviews with very senior leaders in various technology companies. I think we talked to over 30 people. Uh, these, Some of them were CTOs, some CIOs, some heads of uh, technical teams in an HR function, uh, but fairly senior uh, perspective we were able to get. And the, the conversations were really about two things. Uh, first, we talked to them about, we asked them what were the significant skills or capacities that they thought were important uh, that they wanted to see in their technical personnel in order for them to uh, progress in their leadership career. So we had an open-ended conversation about that. And then in the second part of the, question, uh, of the interviews, we gave them a sense for the kind of program we were envisioning, and we got feedback from them. So we were able to tweak the program to really optimize it and meet their needs. But in the first half of the conversation, uh, we learned a number of things. We learned, first of all, that um, our technical professionals tend to have uh, similar types of strengths, and I'll describe what those are, and that there are certain areas where they start to need additional um, support or that they need to strengthen in order to move up in their career. So first of all, the areas in which they tend to be strong are uh, not surprisingly given their jobs uh, and what's required of them is first of all very strong technical or analytic thinking skills, uh, being able to really get down to the root cause of problems, uh, and asking a lot of questions about what if to really troubleshoot things. So having that detailed, extreme ability to go deep in an area uh, in a very systematic, dif dif uh, disciplined and structured way is really, really important and serves them very well, especially in the early years of the career. The second area where they're really um, strong at is, of course, uh, thinking about um, and handling information, facts, uh, what I would call the black and white um, areas. So those are areas that they come with equipped very strong. And uh, early in their careers, for those that want to lead or show more of a leadership inclination, it serves them well. But when they start to have to work with others and lead bigger teams and work through others, what we heard from their senior leaders is that they really need to strengthen um, significant, significant str significantly strengthen a few areas, in particular four areas I want to describe, just to summarize again all of those hours of conversations. Uh, the first area is to balance that detail and a little thinking with the ability to think strategically. Uh, another word for it would be conceptual thinking or the proverbial high-level big-picture thinking. 
And that's really essential in building a team because you have to be able to declare a vision, declare a path forward, sometimes with incomplete information. So it really is about uh, vision and forward-looking uh, ideas. That area also manifests itself in having to understand or needing to understand where you are in the uh, industry ecosystem. So thinking not just about your function, but where does your function fit with respect to other functions in the organization? And where does your company fit within the industry structure? What is the competition up to? Where are the market, where, where is the market going? Um, and what, th what are the impact of other forces like regulation, uh, international competition? So really having a broader strategic, bigger lens picture um, in your mind uh, and ability to make decisions. And last but not least within that area, very pragmatically, is being able to speak the language of business uh, around other functions. So it was very important for them to acquire the ability to think about you know, the finances of their area and the corporation, uh, marketing, so speak the language of other functions outside of their own. The second big area where they categorically needed to strengthen was what we're calling the very you know, people side of the equation, really being able to master the way that they master the facts and the, and the information, master the ability to work through others, work with others. And that manifests itself as being able to manage conflict, being able to give feedback to people in an effective way that really encourages um, them to move forward without destruct destroying uh, them or their self-esteem. That's something we heard a lot about. Um, also having to understand how other people might view the world uh, because they come perhaps from a different culture. That's really important and having that empathy and that ability to then move forward the agenda by working with other people. So having that edge, understanding that human dynamic is really important. The third piece is a little bit, uh, it's the flexibility in thinking. Uh, being able to know when do you have to be a real technical person and go down into the weeds and troubleshoot the problem because as a leader you're still going to always be required to uh, be the backbone in a way and have the technical strengths uh, in some cases to be able to add value to your team as they're solving a problem but knowing when you have to switch and really be in a situation where you call upon some of these other skills like conceptual thinking and the people side. So knowing what to use when, what skill to use when, and really ultimately integrating all of these skills and perspectives into one uh, big you know, way to look at the world is really important. And the last is not to be uh, last because it's the least, uh, is actually perhaps even the most important or one of the most important is communication, effective communication. But that really tends to happen more naturally if you have all these other three, the first three well laid out, then the communication, what becomes is uh, being able to speak in an audience-centric way, uh, understanding how to speak effectively one-on-one, one-to-many, uh, and anticipating what the other person uh, might need to hear. So it's about delivering. We heard a lot uh, the same message in multiple different ways for multiple different audiences, and that truly becomes the hallmark of a, of a very effective leader. So you conducted a first round of interviews with these senior leaders and identified this discrepancy in, in the skill set. You then went and did a second round of interviews with these same leaders after you designed the program. Can you share their feedback with you about the program? 
So yeah, the program really is for that high potential, uh, what we call mid-career, but really somebody who's been working in a technical technical function for a few years, find themselves on a leadership trajectory. And what we heard from, through these interviews is that they really liked the program. They liked all of the elements that we put forward, they liked the combination, and they felt that every one of the pieces that we, were, we had uh, designed delivered value for them and addressed the needs uh, of their organization. So when you look at our curriculum and our design, uh, we've deliberately uh, included both uh, frameworks or theory, what we call the theory, we combine uh, practice. It's really important that our curriculum be practical, um, ultimately, and experiential, so having the immersive experience. And so you see that manifested itself in uh, all the areas of the curriculum, around strategy, uh, the leadership piece, the innovation, and then the global value creation. Did they see any value in this program coming out of Brown? Yes, absolutely. So. Um, the program really uh, has components that are similar to other programs, uh, but enhances upon those. So like an MBA, as we've said before, it includes the core business fundamentals, um, but with a technology and a science focus. Uh, however, what's new and added here that Brown has put forward is a very unique approach to developing leadership and communication, that it's inspired by the humanities, which is clearly a strength of Brown uh, and a hallmark of uh, our history as a university. I've got one last question for you. Why would these executives recommend a program like this one rather than another executive master program? I think they would because they feel that for a technical professional, this is really tailor-made. So it has the right components, it has the right focus um, to help that mid-career professional really move up and accelerate their career. Um, So versus trying to learn this on the job over time, this really becomes, this program becomes the vehicle for them to uh, turbocharge, if we could say, their career and really uh, leap, leapfrog and move forward a lot more quickly because it delivers exactly what that technical professional uh, or science professional really needs. Sandra, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing the findings from your market research. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information on future podcasts, program news, and upcoming events, please visit brown.edu slash E-M-S-T-L.